We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, and this is Open Line Friday. There's lots of things in the news to discuss and stories to discuss, but on Fridays we will talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. The number is 888-528-2557. We'll change the subject just for you, 888-528-2557. You got a Bible verse that you're struggling with? You got a question about God, question about the world news, make a comment, something else we talked about this week, couldn't get through on the phone line, we can pick up that topic again. So you're welcome to give us a call right now, 888-528-2557. As we begin this hour, uh, we still don't have a Speaker of the House, by the way, and uh, we're not going to talk about that maybe this hour. We will if you want to. If you want to talk about what's going on there, we can. My thought, they're going to put McCarthy in probably tonight or tomorrow, I think. There's a there's a 10 o'clock p.m. Eastern vote. Maybe that works. Maybe tomorrow. I thought it could be an interesting fundraiser for uh, some of these Congress people who are very busy raising money on all of this. See how uh, smart we are, or how dumb the other side is. Those those emails sometimes work. Uh, what if you said, hey, if you send me a uh, hundred bucks, I'll put your name into nomination for Speaker of the House. You don't have to be you don't have to be in the House to be Speaker of the House. Any one of us who is a citizen can become Speaker of the House. That would be, uh, that, I might have sent in 100 bucks for that. That'd be kind of fun. I uh, don't really want the job, but if I got one vote in their nomination, who knows uh, what that would be. Anyway, I got a better question for you. One of the stories of this week that we're still following, and I'll give you some updates here, is the story about Damar Hamlin, the football player who collapsed on the field Monday night in Monday Night Football. The question I have is this, do prayers work? What do you think about that? I mean, if you're honest with yourself, does prayer work? And I, I say that because the story right now is pretty good. We On Monday night, Tuesday, really into Wednesday, I think there was a significant understanding that he may not survive, that this um, football player, you know, when you, when you have that kind of cardiac arrest uh, just like that, uh, often most people don't survive from that. And he was resuscitated on the field twice. And uh, the players prayed. There are prayers that went out on network television. And uh, the news is really good that he is recovering, that they think he has his cognitive functions and uh, lots of things can go wrong even if you do survive. And so far, so good. What has been impressive to me is the national outpouring of prayer for DeMar Hamlin and the number of Christians who have been around him. Uh, including his his coach, his coach Sean McDermott, um, there has been uh, a an outpouring of of prayer and emotion from people around the country. Whether you're a football fan or not, you probably have heard about this, and maybe it's because we watched it on TV and people are just moved from this, or we can see the videos and. You know, I've seen some pretty gruesome injuries with NFL players before. I I'm still not emotionally over 
Joe Theismann breaking his leg. When was that? 1982 or something? A long time ago. But there's a certain direction your leg is not supposed to bend, and his went in that way, and uh, we all saw that on TV. But we've seen that the game went on. This is different. And maybe that's an interesting part of the discussion, too, is why is this different? But I'm curious about what is God doing here? Do prayers work? Are, are the, is the reason that he is surviving this and recovering and maybe recovering to full strength, we, we're still praying that way, you still should pray that way, do the prayers matter or is it a coincidence? Do we think that our time in prayer, and what is it accomplishing even beyond Damar Hamlin and his injuries. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. And my my big question really is, do prayers work? You don't have to uh, talk about this situation if you don't know enough about it, but do you know, what are your feeling? Do prayers work? 888-528-2557. There's a press conference yesterday, and the Buffalo Bills head coach, Sean McDermott, was very emotional and uh, he had a few things to say. Here's uh, where he started. First, I'd like to thank the first responders uh, on the field this past Monday evening and the medical teams of the Bills, the Bengals, and the staff, doctors, and nurses um, at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center for their work uh, and their care. Terry Pagula, the Buffalo Bills staff, coaches, and players, as well as their families, who have all been affected and impacted by this situation, uh, the amount of faith, hope, and love that we saw on display over the last three days has been nothing short of amazing. You see, um, in this in this whole conversation, um, I think it's great that he's taking time to thank every one of these different groups, and he ends here with with faith, hope, and love, which obviously is a you know a Christian reference. Maybe you think about that, you know, in some other context. But faith, hope, and love, the greatest of these is love. And those three things are so important. And something that I'm seeing, and, I, and I, I'm real curious about this too, is that in just watching this, there have been other national events, tragedies and and shootings and just in weather-related things where there have been tremendous hurt and harm and injury. And the country, there's a lot of prayers and people put up little pictures, you know, prayers for this town or I stand strong with whatever's going on wherever. There's also some kind of some back and forth criticism, but this time it seems like there is, we've pushed aside whatever the anti-prayer, you know, stuff is that's in our, our culture today, and we're praying for him. Is it making a difference? What do you think? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Jim in North Hills, welcome to Southern California Live. Oh, we lost you, Jim. Uh, give a call back, Jim, um, if uh, somehow we got disconnected there, and uh, we'll come back to you here in just a minute. Uh, Susan from Compton, uh, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi. Hi, Susan. How are I you? I'm calling. I'm doing good. I'm calling because I wanted to answer that question that you said, do prayers work? Yeah. I was telling my, I was telling my husband when this happened to DeMar, Hamlin, I said, you know what? God's going to raise him up. I, and I told my husband, you know why? Because heaven is being bombarded with prayer. Mm. I mean, I, it, heaven was being bombarded from all over the world. People were praying for that young man. And God raised him up. God healed him. I, I, I believe that he's going to be fine. You know, it's uh, it's interesting that you say that, because that's that's kind of been some of my thinking here 
and and you know we don't we don't ultimately know, but we kind of have a. I think if you're a Christian, I know a lot of you listening aren't Christians, or you're not too sure about it, which is partly why I asked this question. I want to know what you think. But Susan, I'm kind of on that page with you that there are so many people praying for him, um, and people yeah. people breaking through walls where normally maybe they're in public and they wouldn't pray, like uh, the ESPN television um, announcer praying for him live on the air, Dan Orlovsky, who's a Christian. He led live prayer on ESPN, and they let him do it. Um, that's wow. amazing to me, and I think you might be yeah. right. You know, I like to think that, that God is hearing these prayers uh, for DeMar. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so you've been praying for him then, obviously. Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you for doing that. And uh, let's just keep praying, and, and we're going to see what happens. And I think, you know, whatever happens, we're going to see the Lord do some amazing things with the lives of uh, players and fans and people who are around here. I think that's a big part of what God's doing, too. I agree. Yeah. All right. Susan, thank you so much for listening right. to uh, Southern California Live. Okay. Hope you have a great uh, Friday. All right, 888-528-2557. It's Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever it is you'd like to talk about. However, right now we're asking the question, do prayers work? And Susan was kind of right on point with what I'm, you know, as as a pastor, as somebody who is uh, believes that God is hearing our prayers, who believes that God has a plan, and who believes that, that whatever God's purpose is for DeMar's life and for the life of people around him, it's bigger than football— for sure, right? Because God is concerned about the salvation of all of us. And I have, it's interesting that she said that because I had the same thought. My thought is, my thought Monday night and then even in Tuesday and Wednesday is that he's not going to survive. That typically what we saw there, um, he's either not going to survive or it's going to be bad, but he seems to be doing okay. We still don't know. And I did have the same thought at the same time that all these people praying, and I think sincerely praying, not just the, oh, I'll pray for you, and we we don't, right? Or we just sort of throw a prayer out there. I think people are, are moved, and they're moved to prayer. I think God might be doing something here. But what do I have to base that on, right? Is it just, is it just uh, anecdotal, you know, answers to prayer? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. The Bills head coach uh, went on as he is thanking people yesterday, for their work on the field. Uh, I'd also like to thank the entire Bill, uh, excuse me, Bengals organization, uh, their ownership, and specifically Zach Taylor, his staff, uh, and their players, and and going above and beyond and handling the situation the way that they that they did. Um, the officiating crew that was on the field, led by Sean Smith, uh, and the way that they handled that situation with extreme poise and compassion um, certainly helped um, in the minutes that um, that situation unfolded on the field in the minutes after as well. The uh, I'm still just grateful that he's thanking kind of everybody, the other team. He's trying not to forget anybody. I think he did a great job. He's thanking the other team. He's thanking even the referees. He's thanking uh, all these different groups of, of people. And he talked about poise. Uh, now, Sean McDermott, the coach, is a Christian, and he's got a great testimony. You can find it out uh, online. I found a great picture of him kneeling in prayer with his team before a game a couple of weeks ago, and he's he's holding hands with DeMar and uh, with other players, and they're all on a knee. You couldn't see the whole locker room, but, you know, they're they're 
starting the game with with prayer. There's a certain closeness of that. And there's something else I think that happens, is I think that God puts us in specific places for specific reasons, well beyond whatever our career path. I'm sure that he's a great coach, and I'm sure that these people who are there at that moment are professionals, and they do their job. That's why they're up there with the NFL. But, you know, you never really know until something like this happens, and the the use of the word poise there is something that I think for for everybody, but particularly for believers, whenever there is something serious going on, or even not serious, is we have to keep our poise. You know, our our poise matters, and I think the strength of the Lord helps us with that. Do prayers work? Are our prayers for Damar Hamlin or in other situations that uh, you know about, are they really working, or is it just in our head? What do you think? 888-528-2557 is the number. Uh, let's go with Adele. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hello. Hi, Adele. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, thank God. Am I saying your name right? Yes, sir, you are. All right, Adele. So I was listening to what you were saying. Uh, you mentioned about the prayer and how it shocked you that, you know, uh, they prayed and let them pray. Uh, on you know TV in front of everyone. Really, that there's been so little resistance to very, very yeah. specific, mostly uh, very Christian prayers. Yeah, and I agree with you. It seems kind of awkward because it seems like it's just the opposite is happening. People are going away from God, and uh, you know it's not you know what we expect to see with what's happening around us. But it, I feel like what what's the, going, trying to answering your question why that's or how that's happening or how that's able to happen because God's just so strong and it's reminding everyone of how faith and prayer really work. Can yeah. you imagine all these people are praying? This guy is going to get healed. It's, it's a, we know that in our faith, we know, we understand this because they're praying. Their, their prayers are going to get answered, and they'll see that that happens. So it's a reminder of your faith. People have to be reminded of how strong faith is and how powerful prayer is, and it's the way that God does it, I guess. Do you think this gives to, you some more more hope that maybe there yeah. is the the real possibility of spiritual renewal in our country? I think I think we're stronger than ever, to be honest with you, because I've been upset sometimes, thinking like you know this is just we're we're at a horrible place and this in our society and, and things are just so messed up. But when I see stuff like that, it's like a reminder of how strong God really is. And it's, it's, it's more than we can fathom. You know? Yeah. All right, uh, Adele, thank you so much for calling uh, Southern California live and, uh, and keep the faith. I think it inspires Adele. I think, you know, there's something else too I'm thinking about and I want to be sensitive to, to this reality, right, is that many of you have gone through something like this in your personal life where you have prayed and you've had your church praying and people praying for somebody who had cardiac arrest or some other kind of illness or, you know, accident or something happens and, and that person passed away, right? And that, and you know, and I, and I don't want you to feel like I didn't pray the right way or I didn't, you know, that's not what this is about. And I want to be real. I've had that happen before, right? Where there's people that I've prayed for who, you know, the Lord took them home and you have to say, this was their time. This is what was done. But, um, what I'm, I'm feeling here, and maybe it's just because of more prayer. Certainly we have in the scriptures, a call to prayer that it's not, you know, scripturally speaking, it's not a waste of time, and it's not just a a mental exercise to make us feel better in a bad circumstance. 
does the fact that so many people are praying, is that really impacting here? Uh, it feels like it is to me, but uh, once again, it's anecdotal, and we won't know until one day we get to ask Jesus. But, you know, do prayers work? That's my question this hour. You're listening to Southern California Live. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. You can give a call about this or any other topic because it is Open Line Friday, so we'll change the subject if you want. But right now the topic is, do prayers work? Let's go to Dave. Dave, uh, where are you calling from, Dave? Yeah, Scott, uh, this is Dave from Fullerton, California. Hi, Dave. Hey. I, I, I really appreciate what you just covered. I, you know, I just... Uh, you know, as I was listening today and, uh, you know, thinking about uh, this situation, and I'm a I'm retired fire. I've been involved in a lot of those kind of uh, situations before. And like you, I did, with everything that I was seeing, I thought, this guy's not going to make it. Yeah. Um, and it is, it is, it is, uh, you know, phenomenal to see the, the, the response from the yeah, EMS at, during that situation was phenomenal. But, uh, you know, and I'm glad you just covered what you did. You know, I, we're called to pray. As, as believers, um, you know, Scott, and I don't know, and, and help me out here, I don't know that the more prayers that are going up, um, that that's going to impact God. I, you know, I think that, um, you know, I think it, it takes the, the, the faith of a mustard seed um, to move a mountain, to, to, for a miracle to happen. For it, mm. it just takes one prayer. I do think it's awesome that we do have all this, and I think that is showing that, um, in these times, I believe end times, that um, there is a real call for believers to to stand up. And um, I thought it was awesome when he prayed on ESPN. I think that this is really showing that um, as believers, it, now is the time to really stand up. But I, I'm just so, you know, I don't know that the more prayers that go up, that God's going to hear it any differently and that he's going to move on it because there's more prayer. Yeah, it's hard to know, and we're not going to know, right? So there's a, there's a part of this right. that is, but certainly God is calling us to pray, and I have to wonder, and this is something I think that, uh, and Dave, uh, thank you for your call. I appreciate the, your call. And I wonder about this even in our churches, in our country, with our families. You know, prayer meetings are so sparsely attended, frankly, in the church, and we don't teach prayer very well. And yet we are we are called to pray. Is it just for our own benefit? There's an article I've gotten. Uh, I may share some of this later. Psychology Today, okay, very secular article. In fact, it's from a a column in Psychology Today that's called the Secular Life, right? Which is pretty much uh, what you're going to get in that magazine. And it's talking about prayer. Now, there's a wrestling that goes on in the secular world about prayer because uh, prayer. Is something that happens in a big way, and it, and certainly it helps the people praying um, because it draws you closer to God, and God does some stuff, and you you put your faith in Him, which is what God is calling us to do ultimately in this, and He's going to deal with Damar the way God's plan is. And this article talks about you know it basically says they can't find any you know any actual evidence. They've done studies about here this group of people are praying and this people don't, uh, and they don't see any difference. But I I feel like the tension that they have and the tension that we see is that often we do see a difference. Often there is a time, and this article in Psychology Today does come out and say, often there is a time where somebody is healed of something and we don't know why, and the doctor comes out who might even be a secular doctor and says it's a miracle. You know, I feel like there is something, there's a lesson here for us in this story 
that we need to know about prayer. 888-528-2557. Bill's head coach, Sean uh, McDermott, ended his uh, remarks with this. Finally, and and just as important as anything, is glory to God for um, for his keeping DeMar and his family in the palm of his hand over the last couple of days and his healing powers. This is a powerful thing to say there. So what do we think about that? Does prayer work? 888-528-2557. Let's see. Sonia in Los Angeles. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Pastor Scott. Good afternoon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Sonia. What do you think? Does prayer work? You know, well, I know prayer works, and I know you know, but you know why you put it out there. Um, And thank you for doing that. Um, You know, even though it's Old Testament, uh, Second Chronicles seven fourteen says that if my people, which are called by my name, should humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sins, will heal their land. And I said that to say, I brought that scripture up to say, last week or either the week before, you also put forth a question as to why can't the church, as the you know, the corporate church, why can't we come together? and um, uh, do the uh, commission, the great commission that God has Mm. put before us. And there was discussion, you know, one person said it so perfectly because there's so many chiefs and not enough Indians. And so um, it was a beautiful thing to see the country, the world praying for DeMar. Imagine if we got together and prayed for us to come together yeah. to do the mission. Oh, my goodness. And, you know, Sonia, do you think that, um, you know, one of the things I think that's remarkable about the prayers we've been seeing for Damar is that it seems to me that it's not sort of surfacey obligatory prayers because something bad happened. Not that you don't want to mm-hmm. pray, but there seems to be a heart behind it with all of these people involved and with people praying. And... Um, you mentioned the uh, Chronicles verse about praying for our nation. You know, do you think that that maybe if more people are praying with a heart for God's purposes for our nation, that we would see change? Because I would question that. Maybe that's something else, too, we can talk about, is that sometimes we're praying for our side to win, but not necessarily praying for what's best for the country uh, with respect to the kingdom of God. That there's a heart, there's a piece of our heart that's into prayer that God also is responding to. Yes, yes. And maybe that's what's missing, because uh, uh, the heart of the people were were for this young man. You could just feel it, you know? Yeah, you feel it. There's something different about this. It was very different. I I get chills now talking about it. It was something very different, very different. Yes, truly, as the uh, other caller said, heaven was bombarded on behalf of this young man. So imagine if we bombard heaven. For unity. Yes, and the right things. Sonia, yeah. Sonia, great call. Thank you very much for calling Southern California Live. I have to take a break. I'll get to your calls when we get back. We're asking the question, does prayer work? And uh, we'll play a little bit more of uh, updates on DeMar Hamlin and the prayers that have been going out for him. And really exploring this is that, is there something different about this prayer? Is it affecting him? Uh, Is this maybe why he's recovering? We're not going to know you know, for sure, you know, scientifically, because God wants us to have faith. But maybe we're learning something here. I'll get your calls as soon as we get back. The number is 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back as the Friday edition continues. Stay tuned. 
This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Text Scott right now in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Finally, and and just as important as anything, is glory to God for for his keeping DeMar and his family in the palm of his hand over the last couple of days and his healing powers. That was Buffalo Bills head coach Sean McDermott and uh, thanking people for their prayers for DeMar Hamlin. And uh, he is recovering. The news is all really good so far. And, you know, there have been so many people praying. What we've been talking about this hour is do prayers work? Is there something to, there's something different here. Do prayers work? And are we seeing this? Um, are we seeing his healing because of this? And you want to be careful with this because I, I know that some of you have prayed fervently for loved ones who've gone through something similar and they did not survive. And so, you know, I don't want you to be discouraged here. And I, I've got some things I can say about that later, but I want to get to your calls here um, because we got a bunch of people here on the line. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. And in Los Angeles, welcome to Southern California Live. Yes, good afternoon. Um, I wanted to comment on the topic of prayer. And first I would say I, I did, of course, pray for the young man, but I prayed more for his mother mm. and riding on that ambulance because I have a oh. son that's 30, and I couldn't even imagine riding in that ambulance right. like that. That's However, right. my I don't know if I have a comment, a question, or both. Okay. But I've asked a question, and it may be an answer to what you're talking about. I don't know, but I've had this question for several years, and I've never gotten a sufficient answer. And I would say, to, when you say, do prayers work, my question has been repeatedly, well, what is the purpose of prayer if God already knows what's going to happen? Mm. He's in control of everything. He knows the future. I have yet to get an adequate answer. I'm not sure if I will. I'm not sure if that's a question or either, you know, yeah. the answer to what you're asking. That's a, it's a great question. Lots of people have that question. It's a super good question, right? And mm-hmm. and it gets, it gets tied up into what people believe, you know, about, you know, how much control does God have over all those small things that happen, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but one thing is for sure, and is that we're, we're commanded to pray, right? Mm-hmm. So we know that. So it, it would be an odd thing for God to ask us to do if it didn't do anything, mm-hmm. right? Jesus teaches us how to pray. And, you know, sometimes we, you know, most of us probably could recite the Lord's prayer. Um, and we would disagree on words like transgression or debtor, but, uh, we would all be pretty much the same. And, mm-hmm. You know, one of the big things about that prayer is a couple of things, the way it begins, that we pray to our Father, that it's relational. It's not pray to the Creator or pray to the King. He is the Creator. He is the King. But there is something very personal about praying our Father rather than dear God in heaven. You know what I mean? And it ends with deliver us from evil, or some would translate it deliver us from the evil one. Um, we're commanded to pray and put on the armor of God in Ephesians. And then mm-hmm. James chapter five, uh, maybe I'll talk about in a little bit, but a lot about prayer and prayer for people who are sick, but, but why, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, you know, I think a big part of the prayer has to be that we get in line with whatever we're doing with God's purposes for the salvation of human beings, right? Mm-hmm. That if, if, DeMar Hamlin recovers fully, and we're having some 
you know, amazing sort of national recognition that the the prayers were answered in this case. I'll mm-hmm. bet I'll bet people get saved. I'll bet that there mm-hmm. are people who come to Christ who otherwise would not have, except that they tuned into that game Monday night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That there's there's yeah. something that's going on where God's asking us to pray, but it's it's not just for Demar. I think Demar is a believer. I believe he I loves Jesus. When you finish, yeah. he is definitely yeah. a believer. He loves and Jesus. A picture of him when yeah. he was in high school. He had I'm being recruited by Jesus. Yeah, and that was in high school. Yeah. See, and and what's better for him is that he goes to heaven, right? Yeah. I mean, to die. You know, for him that would be best. Um, mm-hmm. So it's an interesting thing right, when we get into prayer. But I think that's a, a great part of this conversation that we have to. You know, I hope that answers your question a little bit. It's a longer topic. But mm-hmm. that God is asking us to prayer, and I think some of it is to be on board with the work of his kingdom. And, mm-hmm. in, you know, in James 5, you pray for the sick, but it's not so that they get better for their own case. Mm-hmm. It's so they get better so they can get back on the field mm-hmm. in the work of the with kingdom God. of God. Right? And if I could just quickly say that yeah. when you made the point about being taught prayer, that's something that is not being taught not only in the church, but I know it doesn't sound like it. I have a Master's of Divinity from the largest seminary in the nation. They don't teach that there either. And I think prayer and fasting should be like, a, like what do they call it in regular, you know, when you get your bachelor's, um, introductory or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I can't think of uh, the term. It's been 30 years for me now. But uh, that should be like um, one of your requirements. That's it. Yeah, Big right. Twitter and fasting class should be a requirement, and it wasn't taught at all. Now, I don't know whether now, that was 20 years ago for me, but I just needed to state this is something that I have been adamant about for a long time, obviously, and yeah. I appreciate your time. And and thank you for bringing that up about uh, his mom to uh, Damar's mom. Um, thank you for bringing that up. That was a big part of, uh, if you watch that, I don't know if you saw that press conference, but the coach was so emotional talking about mm-hmm. his mom and what she had to go through in that ambulance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yes. Thank you for praying for her okay. and remembering her. All right. God bless you, Ann. Thanks for your oh, call. Thank you. Thank uh, you. All right. 888-528-2557, Southern California Live. Helen in Santa Monica, welcome to Southern California Live. Uh, this is Helen Bouchard. Hi, Sh- hi, Helen. Go ahead. Oh, okay, very good. Uh, my my prayer was for salvation for my mother and siblings. Mm-hmm. When I became a Christian, uh, none of them liked it because uh, uh, they were all uh, acceptors of uh, of the Catholic Church, and they thought that I became a Protestant. Mm. But I know that I got converted. I went from sinner to saint. Uh-huh. And I jumped in a hundred percent. But I really let you know that uh, I have served the Lord for fifty-seven years, and it took five oh years to know that my mom and my four siblings are with Jesus. You prayed for them for fifty years. That you got it, and I'm saying this, and I prayed before I got on, that there's somebody that feels, well, I prayed for five years, I prayed for tired, uh-huh. I'm tired. No, you never, never give up. You have no idea how wonderful Jesus was to me. He has shown me them all in heaven. He has always deals with me with dreams. And it took 50 years because we have to understand something. Everything is in the Lord's time. Yeah. And His he, timing. And that's a, it's a very faithful thing to do to keep praying even when you don't find that answer right away. Um, and they, 
And they it, mocked it, me plenty. Yeah, they, it they did. did a lot of mocking. But yeah. when they did, the Holy Spirit kept my mouth shut, yep. and He would say to me, "Helen, remember, when they don't know me, they really don't know anything. Don't answer." Yeah, Helen. I never argued with them. Thank you very never. much for for sharing that and encouraging okay, us good. to keep praying. Wonderful. I'm glad that you did. I'm glad for yeah, your family. Keep on praying. Yeah. Keep on keeping on. We live in a time too where we're so used to things happening right away that sometimes we're praying for something and somebody, and we start praying on Sunday at church, and by Friday, if the prayer isn't answered, we're like, "Well, we're on to something else." And it's just not how it works that way. We keep praying. That's why we need to keep praying for Demar, his full recovery, but not just him, but. The people around, the people who need to know God, there's there's people right now who are wrestling with the the Holy Spirit. They're wrestling with their Bibles. They're wrestling with the time they went to Sunday school as a kid or that time they showed up to youth group and heard the gospel or they went to camp or they heard it from a roommate or a friend or a person on the team. And, you know, when when it comes to, you know, death, we don't like to face that, but we're all facing it. One out of every one person dies, and we've got to ask, you know, think about what is this all about? 888-528-2557. Mary Lou in West Covina, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi. Uh, I just wanted to share, listening to your radio program, that I really believe God had uh, done this with this young gentleman, because first, people love football. And seeing that happen to a young player really struck the hearts. Yeah, it's shocking. It struck, and it brought compassion. Mm. It brought, you know, it stirred up, I believe, an awakening for prayer again in the nation. And I really believe God's going to use this young man. Once he's fully healed, because that's what I believe, God's going to them in a great and mighty way, and people are going to come to the Lord. You know, Mary Lou, I think think that's a big part of how we need to be praying uh, for that, and I I think you're right about that. I think that's a big piece. I hope that you're right that I think our country is starving for prayer, and uh, this is a reminder of that. Thank you very much for your call, Uh, Mary Lou. Frank and Rosemead, welcome to Southern California Live. Yes, hi. Hi, Frank. Hi. Thank you for picking up and answering. Uh, yeah, um, I love everything they've been saying, but I've uh, done some research and realized that there is actual science. You said that there was not much of a science a little earlier, but there's been science on how even plants are used. Uh, they, uh, scientists have put music in front of plants, mm-hmm. and they... They die and wither with with horrible music, yet <laughs> they come to life when you have positive prayer energy. Plants do better, and plants do better in classical music, for whatever yes, you know, for whatever reason. Music. Yeah, and there is a doctor in Japan, Doctor Masuri Moto, who dedicated his life to studying water. And there's many, been many other doctors who say the water crystallizes when you pray over it. I mean, the Word of God says where two or more are gathered. That is administrative, but there is a, a change, and I believe that the more people pray, he's going to he's going to get better. I think so, Frank. And I got to I got to take a break. I I appreciate your call, Frank. I got to take a break and go to a commercial. But I think that uh, you know he talked about the science. I'll share a little bit about that. There's been a lot of studies. The hard part is that science can't measure the um, the place of your heart with the Lord, right? The science can't. There's certain things that 
when it comes to prayer and your conversation with the Lord and what's happening, science can't measure it. That's why you're judged by faith. If it could be measured completely, we wouldn't need faith, right? I think God keeps it that way. But there is something very true, I think, about our prayers being answered. All right, 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Southern California Live, I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back with your calls. And uh, does prayer work? We'll talk about that as soon as we get back. This is the Friday edition of SoCal Live. We'll be right back. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. I've heard it all day like thoughts and prayers. And you just heard Scherf and Jonathan Allen say like all we can do is pray for them. And I've heard the Buffalo Bills organization say that we believe in prayer. And maybe this is not the right thing to do, but I want to, it's just on my heart that I want to pray for It is. Damar Hamlin right, right, right now. Um, I'm going to do it out loud. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to bow my head, and I'm just going to pray for him. Um, God, we come to you in these moments that we don't understand, that are hard, uh, because we believe that you're God, and coming to you and praying to you um, has impact. We're, we're sad. We're angry. Um, and we want answers, but some things are unanswerable. We just want to pray. Truly come to you. And pray for strength for Damar, for healing for Damar, for comfort for Damar. To be with his family, to give them peace. If we didn't believe that prayer didn't work, we wouldn't ask this of you, God. Um, I believe in prayer. We believe in prayer. We lift up Damar Hamlin's name in your name. Amen. 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 That was ESPN's Dan Orlovsky praying on live television on ESPN, of all places, earlier this week for Damar Hamlin. And as he said in that prayer, uh, we wouldn't be praying if we didn't believe that it worked. And, you know, it's been a fascinating thing. This is what we've been talking about this hour, how many people have been praying for him. And we've asked the question, does prayer work? And I want to get to some of your calls, and then I'll give you some thoughts uh, on on that uh, here in just a minute. Uh, Maria in Los Angeles, thanks for holding so long. Maria, how are you? Fine, how are you? I'm good. Go ahead, Maria. Um, um, I wanted to make a statement in reference to, before I give you the other information, a statement that one of your callers said that there was no one teaching on prayer. I've been saved since 74, and there's numerous ministries that are teaching on prayer. Anytime you get into a situation like that, ask the Lord to lead, guide, and direct you. You have many ministers, Kenneth Copeland, Dr. Price, so on and so on and so on. And um, in, the, in the scriptures, there's also numerous um, healing scriptures. But the one that I was reading a few minutes ago, um, uh, I heard someone say he was a believer. Yeah. Well, healing is his right. We have a blood covenant with Jesus. And in that blood covenant and the promises of God, one of them is healing. So in First uh, Peter 2.24, and I'll make it short, by his stripes we were healed. He took those 39 stripes on the cross. And then in that, in our covenant with him, healing is our redemptive right. What do you say to so, people who uh, who are believers, though, and who aren't healed? I mean, certainly we're all going to die at some point. Well, I, all the information that I've learned since 74, sometimes I read some stories about people dying or even being in a coma, go to heaven, and some of them don't want to come back. So you, that's like the Bible says, what the secret things belong to God. As long as you've done what you're supposed to do, because it says the prayer of faith will heal the sick. And it says, lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. And so God would not tell us anything in the scripture 
if that, that's a, called a promise. Sure. And as long as you do what you're supposed to do, and you just need a mustard seed of faith, you're going to get results. All right. Well, Maria, I'm going to I'm going to come mm-hmm. back to that passage in James mm-hmm. five. Thank you for your call. I appreciate it because it's a hard passage that clearly there's a an indication of of prayer um, that leads to. Uh, that you call the elders in in James 5 and you pray over the believer and uh, they can be healed. But when you put that whole passage in together, there's there's something else there that I think matters. And that matters a lot because we talked about the... the it's, it's true that there's a lot of teaching about prayer, but some of the teaching out there about prayer isn't right. And some of the prayer teaching out there is very speculative and we got to be very careful about it. That's why we got to stay in the scriptures, everybody, because it is a... Um, you don't want to be in a place where you're praying for something in a way that's just not scriptural. Like, for example, there was a movement a few years ago that said if you prayed in the Hebrew language that God would hear your prayer, that for whatever reason he's just not hearing you in English. There's nothing scriptural about that. But there was a whole movement that was taught by somebody that says, oh, you got to pray in Hebrew, and if you pray in Hebrew, then God will answer your prayer. Um, lots of people were into that, and it's garbage. It's just not not scriptural. And then what ends up happening is you end up praying these prayers, and then God doesn't answer your prayer, and then you get mad at God because God promised if I prayed in Hebrew that he, but then, but God never promised that. It's called being deceived. And you don't believe you're deceived, that's why you're deceived. And so we got to be really careful uh, about about that. Jose, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, how are you? Good. Go ahead, Jose. Just a few seconds here. Yeah, my name is Jose Jimenez. Uh Regarding the prayer, I think that we've been uh, taught, or actually they, they taught us out the wrong way, some of us, or, or, or either we don't even know how to pray. Even the disciples asked uh, Jesus. Well, Jesus told us how to pray. to pray. I think we've turned it into something exactly. we recite, but there's a lot of instruction exactly. from him. Exactly. But the, 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 one of the things that we make a mistake a lot as Christians, that's that we try to force God to do our will, and we forgot about his will. Uh, his practice on our left. Yeah, I was talking to to to, to, to your receptionist, and I was telling her that I was I, I, I'm an answer for our prayer. I was I was a drug addict for more than 15 years. I was on the as a homeless, and after after all those prayers, the people were praying for me. Uh, I reborn again. Then I got married with a, a beautiful wife, missionary from a Brazilian wife. Then I was told that I won't ever have to have kids. But again, pray it again, and I have another, and I have two kids now. Oh, good for so you. Yeah. So, Jose, I want to get to my works. other my other calls here, but thank you for your call, and I'm glad for you that prayer has worked, that God has blessed your life uh, in this way. Sean in Los Angeles, just a few seconds. Welcome to Southern California Live. I always get just a few seconds. Okay. Um, Sorry. I was going <laughs> to hang up on me. Uh, I was going to say that. I believe that I always share with people to to grow in spirit, health, and wealth. As we, as sinners are saved, backsliders are redeemed and reclaimed, and saints grow in God's grace. And you know, but scriptural knowledge and prayer and fasting is so essential to a believer's life. And a lot of people they will pray but they don't really know God. And without knowing God's word, you don't know God. So it's hard for you to stand on the promises of God or even do the will of God if you don't know 
the Word of God. That's right. You're and right that's... about that. And you won't know how to pray or what to pray for. Yeah. Right. Because some people say things that are not of God, and I said, that's not biblically sound. Yeah. You know, and, and it's troubling to my spirit, you know, because you, you, you try to encourage individuals, all believers, <laughs> to please to go to prayer and to go to Bible study, that yeah. you grow in God's grace. And that's that's the rubber that meets the, yeah. you know. Sean, I got to I gotta go. I appreciate that. Uh, thank you for your call. And, uh, you know, she's right. You got to know the scriptures. Here's something about scripture and prayer. Romans 15 ends with prayer, for telling you to pray. First Thessalonians 5, pray. Ephesians 6, pray. Colossians 4, pray. Philippians 4, pray. 1 Peter 4 and 5, all, it's pray, always at the end. James 5, pray. The apostles always sign off and leave you in a wicked world telling you to pray. That's what they tell you. We are, we are definitely scripturally commanded to pray. And, you know, I think when we talk about we're not trained much, I think we, we aren't. I think that is something that the church needs to do better at is teaching each other to pray and to be able to pray in a scriptural way. Here's something that I think you can really test yourself with. Are you praying just for your own needs and for your own health, even in like church prayer meetings and other things? Or are you praying that the Lord's will be done? Are you praying that people get saved? Because in the James passage, and it's a, it's a longer discussion, but in James 5, if anyone is in, among you in trouble, let them pray. Is anyone happy? Let them sing songs of prayer. If anyone is among you sick, let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick person well. The Lord will raise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to each other. This is the same passage. We always stop right at the uh, the Lord will raise them up part. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous person is powerful and effective. Elijah was a human being, even as we are. He prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain. Again, he prayed the heavens gave rain. I'm, I'm summarizing here because I'm out of time. Uh, whoever turns a sinner from the error of their way, verse 20, will save them from death and cover a multitude of sins. Here's something that you've got to know about prayer scripturally. It is always ultimately related to the will of God and God getting the glory so that people turn their hearts to God and get saved. And one of the things that I think is so critical for prayer for us to understand, and once again, this is a big topic is that in our hearts, if ultimately the reason we're praying for somebody is for their salvation or for the salvation of people they might influence, like with the Nabar Hamlin situation, I think God's going to do amazing things in people's lives because of all these prayers and because of what God's doing there. Uh, God wants people to be saved, and this is a big part of our heart. If it's just for us, if it's just, hey, I want to be around you know, it's bigger than that prayer. It's much bigger than that. Maybe we'll get to that in the next hour. I got to take a break. We're right up against a hard break. It is Open Line Friday. We'll talk about whatever. We'll talk about a couple other subjects. And if you want to hold on, I'll get to your calls later. 888-528-2557. Southern California Live. Scott Furrow, Friday edition. We'll return in just a moment. 